the hunting motto is you you use like you use it all of the the animal that you hunt right so that you do not waste Wait. it so if you're going to slaughter it you don't want it, it's like it's rotting corpse in the center of the road man you're gonna be like i'm just gonna i'm gonna what? use that be like, hey, I'm just can't saying, let that I'm just... cyclops go to waste oh someone get the eye that's a delicacy it might oh. be you know little I mean, little one. nice chianti and some fava beans <laughs> Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back your favorite Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. And also welcome back the always ominous Armored Cell, a.k.a. Cult Leader, a.k.a. of Stephenism. Good to be here. <laughs> Welcome in, friends. And hey, before we dig in, got to give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community created website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch and on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Um, listen today, friends. We got a shorter show. We're going to run it about an hour. We're going to have a little bit of a post show, but. Um, yeah, we've got some things. We said in the last uh, podcast that the next couple we're going to be related to or tie into what we talked about last time with um, Secrets of Carfin, which was the last episode. And today's episode, we are talking about Masters of Death or more specifically what you all know as Undeath. But before we dig in into all of that stuff, um, we are going to be talking about the cosmetics that are coming up. And uh, yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to be doing today. And then next week, we're going to actually pick up on talking about blood magic and some of the stuff we talked about there. But let's catch up with our cast. Gentlemen, how the hell you been doing since last time? How's life treating you? Good, good. I just got back from a work trip, pretty exhausted from that. But I uh, got a little bit of sleep this weekend thus far, so I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. But I am also enjoying Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that came out a while back, but um kind of more of a story driven rpg it's been pretty good as well i think it was it was a good way to present like a a team ensemble you're still kind of playing like the main star lord character but you have essentially like companions similar to like mass effect for the rest of the team you can like fire off abilities and they do their own thing um so yeah it's actually pretty pretty decent game nice nice what about you armored cell um yeah me and my wife, we've been watching um, a lot of the Marvel movies, so we tried to do like all these nice. Spider-Man films in, in order, so okay. then to try and watch the last one that's recently come out. So we're up to that last one, and we're going to Ooh. be doing that on Friday, so that should be good. Oh, you haven't seen that one? Uh, I have, Okay, she hasn't, so oh, I feel like prepped her by watching the previous ones. Yeah, I really like that one a lot, actually, and I was, I'm yeah. a big Spider-Man fan from back in the day anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I liked how they kind of tied those all in together and then everybody yeah. wants to kind of like piggyback off of them so you got you know the flash movie coming out and all that but to be fair the flash kind of does that that's not really an idea yeah i mean everything's a multiverse <laughs> yeah, right. you know now everything like i can't remember what i was um what i was watching mm-hmm. um then it did like that thing too where it was like it was oh yeah this is why it's different because it's a multiverse thing yeah um yeah. actually i I think I know what it is, but yeah, I'll, but I, I don't, I, I don't, I think it was maybe something some people might not have seen yet. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. You, you know, I gotta say, uh, I'm glad that everybody who's here live could join us. Thank you for, uh, anybody else feel like they took time to the face today because you sprang forward. Was it just me? I forgot that was even today. I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, why is it so late? And I was like, God, I feel like, Something feels off. I am sick of time changing, and I'm sick and sick of it so much. Yeah, I hate it. We don't. It's not necessary. Okay, it's really yeah. not. I mean, adapt yeah. individually. It's all you got to do. Overcome. 
Gosh, I'm telling you, man. You know, anyway, <clears throat> I, I got some good news. Uh, the first manuscript for my uh, my book, the rough draft of the manuscript for my book, done today, baby. That's right. I finished yeah, the last... Good. The last of chapter 19 got knocked out, like not even 15 minutes before the show today. So feels nice. real good. Feels good, man. Um, I got to tell you, it, it's it's a crazy feeling. Like it, it feels like good, but also like kind of sad because the adventure's over in a way. Like, cause I've kind of done that and it's put, put it out there, but it's like, it's really exciting, but it's also like, okay, wow, that just happened. I, I got that all out so it's like a very accomplishing feeling the rough draft is icky i need to go back and clean it up but i'm going to be giving myself like oh a couple two to three weeks before i actually do it but basically i'll I'll look at it at the end of the month right but that's exciting for me because that means i get to chill out and play some games i'm going to be doing some of that a little later today um after we get done here i'm going to be doing some of that this week i'm super stoked about being able to, to just play and enjoy video games um it's going to feel like a really really good reward i think right. um yeah so you know what that means right i don't know what that, that means, means we can do a 24 hour celebration no. <laughs> uh, game, right uh, 24, 24 hours what's this amateur shit it should be like 48 no. shouldn't it no no we're easy for the uh no this oh, isn't eclipse in it. it this isn't eclipse it or it doesn't happen thing we don't need this we don't need evidence of this we don't need to to reinforce this the 24 hour thing already happened Okay, so, oh yeah, that's right. Forty-eight, forty-eight. Sorry. Oh. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, mm-hmm. we we need to level up here. <laughs> no, um, he's prestige. What what I I gotta tell y'all, man. I've been having some of the best dreams. I've I have I'm actually dreaming a lot more than I have for like a decade plus, because I'm getting some of the best sleep I have ever fucking had in my life when I get done writing some of these damn chapters, man, but yeah, the, the 48 hour yeah. thing, it's not, that was never, uh, acknowledged by me. I never promised that. Um, that's I mean, wishful you can share thinking. those dreams with us through stream, you know, like, if you, if you, do a sleep <laughs> you know, dude, no, that's the last thing I need is to sleep on that couch and give people the opportunity to just create all kinds of clips. Like, Oh, look what position he's in. What do you think he's doing now? And then we t- title the clip name. And then, you know what I mean? That's like, they'll be like, <laughs> sure. Who's he got underneath that blanket with him there, guys, bet it's this or that casting couch one oh one point whatever, two, five, six, eight, whatever you guys want to talk about it ain't happening i don't plan on doing it It, it's not impossible that i'll do longer than a 24-hour stream but you know chances of that happening i don't know man it's not really either here or there i don't know why don't we talk about the daggum newest cosmetics i know it's a topic of discussion everyone looks forward to we all love talking about cosmetics we all like buying all the cosmetics it's sarcasm I don't mean that. Well, I mean, some people like talking about cosmetics and they I can mean, be interesting. I don't mind fun. talking about cosmetics. <laughs> and I don't either because we get some interesting lore with them. And sometimes we get a really good snapshot of what the hell is going to be in the world. And I, I got things to say about this one, but I'm going to wait on that. I, why don't you guys share your thoughts and chat and people here live by all means. What What like, are your thoughts? I mean, I would say at first, visually, I like I wasn't a fan, but like as I read the lore, I actually really liked what they did with this because it was a little unexpected. Um, and I'm actually like, you know, I really like the the herb pouch. I think that that's pretty sweet looking. Because I, I guess for those that have not read the lore, spoiler alert, it's really about like culinary arts kind of Mm -hmm. um and it talks a little bit about certain delicacies and herbs that pair well with it um so i mean i like it i like the color scheme especially on the uh the costume (laughs) like the blue and the gold and i love how colorful the the freehold is it kind of makes me like want to have like a little cafe in vera in the future yeah what about what about you, Armored Cell? Any uh, thoughts about? I actually, said I actually quite like the pet. I actually quite yeah. like the pet. The pet looks really fucking good. I, yeah, I the like pet the is pet. unique. Yeah, like it's not that it's like a mishmash. It's I kind of I think I see some pheasant in there and like a, a mm-hmm. like a squirrel or something. But like 
it's, it's not really as as obvious as like the uh, mount that you see there. Yeah, that's why I actually quite like the pet, which I can't yeah. really tell what it is. It feels more like uh, not mythical, but like uh, fantasy, like you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, that, that's that's sort of what I like. I like where I can't tell what it is, but I still mm -hmm. like it. Especially when it's like a, a new style of like fantasy creature. Um, they call yeah. it the Sage Plump, scampering along the forest floor, foraging for nuts, berries. So it's interesting because yeah, it's like got it's almost like squirrel, bird, bunny, like bunny ears, yeah. you know, bird face, probably like feet and tail, but the body's like almost like a squirrel. Which is interesting because, I mean, squirrels and birds both would eat, like, that kind of a thing. So it actually works pretty well. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool little creature. And I, I'm a big fan of, you know, creatures that we've never heard of and seen before. I mean, there's yeah. tons of opportunity to to do, to create your own mythical creatures, you know. And, I mean, nothing to me says high fantasy like creatures you've never heard or seen before. Heard of or seen before. Yeah, most of the things we've seen is like a mix between two different things. I think that's why yeah. this one's different. So it might be a mix of three, as you said, rabbit, squirrel, and yeah. uh, and pheasant or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas you like know, the is like a a lion and goat, mountain goat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and actually, one of the things that I thought of as I was like reading this, also like and looking at the visuals, is like the possibilities like with um, animal husbandry yeah here as well it's like and kind of going back to what they did um what they did in the uh, the character creation stream and how they like morph different you know characters based on like a you know a set of like base presets i thought that was really really cool yeah. they did that and uh, you kind of can see where they're going with this here like i'm not sure like how the interface is going to look if they're going to do that kind of thing or it's going to allow you to maybe like pick different traits and based on those traits mm. it like sets up features yeah but it does make me think like especially i mean i felt like the the companion the sage plump was maybe a little too wacky i guess <laughs> if i had to if i had to like put like my, my scale of you know crazy or not so crazy in terms of um in terms of like look but i actually really dig what they did with the saber fang hauler yeah same um because it does look pretty majestic here mm. with the ram horns as well yeah, I'm going to skip ahead so people can see that one, too, if you're watching the stream right now. I actually really like that a lot. It's probably the first time in a while where I'm like, because, like, the past few months, I haven't really felt like, ah, I'd really want to get that. But I, like, really like this one quite a bit. I mean, sure, I could probably wait to get it in the world, but this is one that, this is one specific look that I really like, I like, quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, that one and the little pet, the pets, the pet's just, like, really unique. Um but I also like the the herb pouch quite a bit because, you know, if I've got a, a you know gatherer that's going to be running around picking herbs, like I'll totally role play that shit and be wearing something like that. That's totally my jam. So, um, but definitely dig this one quite a bit more. Um, any other thoughts about though? Because I got one particular one. Daedalus didn't say it out loud. I'm going to. Oh, I, I kind of saved it. I saved yeah. it for you. But I will make one quick comment. Like. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is me being a cooking nerd, yes. so I'm just going to throw this out there. Mm -hmm. I love the detail that they have on the herbs. I hope that translates into the actual cosmetic when you get it in game, because I just like absolutely love that. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what herb that is. And it's like, it Ooh. just, it, it makes me feel good. And plus the fact that, you know, what you're going to discuss in a moment here, okay. um, also use some of my favorite herbs. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, I I would be down trying that. Oh, dude. Okay, let's let's just talk about it. Eating a cyclops. It's cyclops meat, so they're just they just take. It's, it's not like they're gonna give you like that head with the eyeball there, you know. I mean, just like a steak. It's a it's a big dude. Wow, dude. I feel like you're rationalizing things in a way that Armored Cell would with his cult talk. 
Well, just we're saying. talking about the cut. We're trying to be culinarily uh, adventurous here in Vera. Okay. I mean, I'm it pretty is- adventurous, man, but like I kind of draw the line on things that look humanoid. You know what I'm saying? It's hey, a little close to cannibalism, what, what's, bro. What's the hunting? What's the <sighs> the hunting motto? Is you you use like you use all of the the animal that you hunt, right? So that you do not waste Wait. it. So if you're going to slaughter it, you don't want it's like it's rotting corpse in the center of the road, man. You're gonna be like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna what? use that. Be like, hey, I'm just can't saying, let that just... cyclops go to waste. Oh, someone get the eye. That's a delicacy. It might oh. be, you know, little I mean, you know, little one. nice Chianti and some fava oh. beans. Okay, fucking Hannibal over here, dude. Jeez, dude, hold on. I got, I got to ask something. Okay, did you watch the Last of Us, the last episode? Uh, episode eight. Yes. This feels a little reminiscent of that, doesn't Does it? Does it? Doesn't it? <laughs> yes. yes. It feels a little that... too close to that one for me. Yeah. <laughs> they Sorry. ate a cyclops in there too. <laughs> no, I mean. Not exactly. But yeah, I, I have to admit, whatever transpired in the, that episode, let's just say it was deserved. That's all. Fair. That's all I'm going to say. Fair. Deserved. And People. did you recognize who was starring in that episode? The one, the name of one of the characters. It was act. That was actually pretty neat, and he did yeah. a great job, even though he had a more of a minor part. Oh, that's right. Giant body parts are also something you eat in um or can eat in Skyrim. Remember? It's a good that's a good yeah. point. But yeah, you do have to nibble on all the ingredients to find out what they do. That's that's true. Toes. That's that's true. Yeah, there's certain things that you have to nibble on and munch on to get the trait. At least that yeah. one time. You know, I don't know, man. I, I I was like reading through this, and then when I got to the Cyclops steak, I was like, "Oh, what, guys? No, you're not." You know what? I wonder. I wonder if there's like a Wagyu, like oh Cyclops God. steak. You know, they What's like wrong with they. You? <laughs> this is too much. I am not visiting your tavern if you ever have one in the game. You're gonna be like Cyclops steaks all around, everybody. One and what I some fava beans. You- what? Okay, what if it gave you a really good buff that was necessary to get into maybe a tougher area? Would you have my pan-seared cyclops with sage and rosemary sauce? I'm just saying, I would be down. I would be down because, you know, the buff. But Hold on. I don't know about you. I gotta, can I ask a question about this buff real quick? Is it better yeah. than the buff you get if you share a bed with somebody in the game? Or of course, of course. No, that's, that's, that's like that's steak is an aphrodisiac. That's the, that's a different that's a different mate, how, mate. That's a different mate. How many ways can you discuss me over the same thing in one episode is the real question? Because that's like three or four. Cyclops, I'm, I'm like armored cells comment. I'm so dead right now. <laughs> with that oh my god, dude! <laughs> we better have clipped that. I'm telling you, we better clip that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, are you saying you'll be vegetarian in the uh, Vera too? No, not, we're not vegetarian. But if it's like looks humanoid, I don't know that I want to like eat it. That's a little. I have like a okay, line. Well, I, you know? Okay, what about medical? That's like, isn't that like half mm. full half? Person. But, but what? Just let me just throw this no, out. No, I see what that. You, that like, was a trap. Had a, you had a chef's tasting menu at a tavern, and it was so delicious. But he didn't tell you what it is. Would you? Would you go for that? Or would you have to know exactly what kind of meat and other fixins were included in that? No. Look, all of you are trying to. I see what you're doing here, and I'm not going to fall for it. Okay, I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to give you another ridiculous reason on top of the already ridiculous reasons that you all come up with to reinforce these false narratives that are all over the the world of vera around me it's not true none of it and people like y'all should be ashamed of yourselves especially narrow and chat also sim consider how often that cyclops will be killed the sheer waste if it isn't eaten it could feed a node for days you are welcome to it i will eat my apples off the little bush Thank you. 
You all aren't gonna. Yeah, but me into you know this. what? You're just you're gonna get that aroma of that. Don't try. Meat. Don't try to tell me I'm gonna like it. You're not gonna trick me and be like, you smelt, or you could smell a uh, the 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 fragrance. The the what is it? What's the word? The, the aroma. The aroma of a hearty stew from the tavern. Okay. I, I you never know, it, like a little. Like a little baron, like Cabernet, you know, <laughs> as a base for that sauce. This is Garlic, so rosemary, and sage. And, you know, <laughs> like, some root vegetables, like, you know, I mean, I, I'm, oh, you're going to yeah. be using those spices, man. You're going to be using those spices from those. I mean, uh, what, what about the booty ahead. mushroom, mate? The booty mushroom. I mean, that's not yeah, me. See what you're doing? See what you're doing? <laughs> I see what you're doing. No, no, no. These are all bait. It's all bait. I'm going to get anything that looks humanoid. And if I can get him to say he'd eat it, then he's already acknowledged a step in that direction. And I'm just not having it. I'm not. This this is a different mm. level. This isn't Dark Overlord stuff. Okay. This is, this is culinary adventure stuff. I mean, come on. The Gingham chefs oh. have provided us with. So you never cook alone. <laughs> You cook with the history of the entire, like, you know, the the entire um, experience, right? You're never cooking alone if it's people on the menu. Right, exactly. And remember, there's a time and a place for every every flavor. That's what I'm saying. Oh, this is crazy, dude. This is hilarious. But we've we've carried this on far too long. And the answer is no thank you respectfully respectfully i say to you i say unto you or whatever okay friends are we ready to talk about a little bit more that that dark shit that goes on in the shadows of era anybody we are we are okay masters of death we talked last week about i see those comments in chat and i'm not taking it we talked last week about Carfin and its secrets, some of which I expect will very likely be revealed in the developer live stream at the end of the month. Also, I understand there's going to be some sort of like an announcement about something during that live stream. And all I can say is, I feel like it's a good time for me to gather questions from the community that might really have a good question that we really want an answer to. So I encourage you to put that in Ashes Pathfinders chat and Discord if you have any. Um, that's all I can say about that. Back on point, though, I do think that they're going to be talking about stuff related to Carfin. And Stephen even hinted at and teased that perhaps there's going to be some people responsible for lore maybe sharing things on that stream. So mm. good time to talk about all things that could tie into Carfin and see what we can come up with. And today, what's on the table for discussion? The essence undeath. Let's talk a little bit about the Torn Empire. Let's talk a little bit about Follows Hold and potentially the ley lines if we think that that could tie in. I think especially let's talk about ancient artifacts and King Atrax and Laria Lamont. Now, King Atrax, if you were here last week, you know that I think Armored Cell and I for sure, I think we're definitely in the same mind on this. I don't feel that Laria Lamont, I I feel that perhaps the most logical thing I can deduce from all of this stuff we know is kind of where Armored Cell presented. I think that's a pretty solid point, which is I feel pretty confident King Atrax potentially could have been had a hand in sort of like helping Laurie Lamont with her own ritual. It it seems pretty likely to me. I like the idea that the ancients, you know, through rituals with King Atrax taught him on death, right? He became the first lich, right? His people in the torn empire, became undead and i've talked before about that war of the undying it's something that's been hit at in history um in things like the apoc log we got a, a apocalypse logs I, I put out in the past but we did the apocalypse lore that was actually in apoc ashes of creation apocalypse that br game that we tested out right people think that's not canon 
It actually is. There are names and places and people and orders. For example, Order of the Seven, the Light Pact, right? The There's a lot of back-end lore that absolutely ties into things that they've already been talking about. Like one-for-one one face value, the same stuff, okay? So when we hear War of the Undying, all I think is a, a war against undead. And who had a bunch of undead? Leader of the Torn Empire. Who is that? King Atrax, right? First Lich, and that's the first form of undeath, right? So if we know we've already got a frame of reference for undeath via King Atrax, and one specific bit there was there were four ancient artifacts of Vera that were originally discovered by King Atrax. Now, I think this is going to be interesting, and this is kind of what I want to like sort of lay out there and then hear what you guys think and just let your minds go wild here. There were four artifacts that when King Atrax pursued the power of the essence, they were in close alignment to the essence and they were on Vera. And due to their proximity to, and here's that word, the ley lines of essence, which spread across the world, these artifacts were originally housed in the Vault of Fellows Hold, which was one of the Dungeons and Ashes of Creation located near the capital city of the ancient Torn Empire. So where's Fallows Hold, the dungeon? King Atrax's domain, right? So what are the four artifacts? Okay, the Golden Chalice was believed to bring everlasting life, but was actually allowing the corruption of manipulating the essence to enter the soul through the physical representation of drinking something. Second one was the crown, represented by a direct link to the ancients having, or sorry, which they had into the thought process of King Atrax that the ancients were able to manipulate. So put on the crown, the ancients got your mind. All right. Three, the sword brought unusual power through manipulation of the evil side of the essence, debatable for armored cell, mm -hmm. which is how Atrax maintained his dominance over his people through physical might, essentially striking down any foe that opposed him among his administration. Question mark on how that could have been useful for him. We'll come back to that. And the staff enabled Atrax to project his magic across great distances, which enabled him to extend his power and manipulation throughout the lands of Era and allowed him to maintain vigilance over his realm. All right, there's there's two, pe two pieces that are at play for me here. The golden chalice and the crown, which I feel like are bundled together for a very closely aligned purpose and the sword and the staff, which I feel like are very closely aligned for another purpose. But I'd like for you guys to feel free to jump on in and for friends in chat, I'm going to link this for you over on the wiki. So you can kind of take a gander at it while we're chatting. If you like thoughts, gentlemen. Yeah. I, mean, I guess my first comment is really around the essence. I actually like how they described it here. Like in a couple of ways, one, the essence like basically your proximity in a way to the essence is determines whether or not you're using it for um one purpose or another because i'm actually gonna this is gonna shock everybody this might get clipped but i actually agree with armored cell in the sense that uh it's not necessarily good or evil at this point is the way they're describing this it's whether or not you're you're close in proximity to the source of the essence versus like the the void isn't necessarily the absence of essence but it's a very minuscule part so there's still some level of balance there um i did like that and i like the fact that they were you know using souls as a conduit or a passageway to be able to manipulate the essence because it does again like really kind of feel like it's a good symmetry and how it's working and then thinking through like it feels like maybe more of a familiar story to say like the the one of the big bads wanted to be immortal and in order for him to be immortal like he had to do some you know, some stuff and things and potentially like manipulate or do something unnatural. And that's how when death was born, it actually reminds me a lot of 
what they did in the show, the originals, and how the first vampires were really born. Mm. Um, it was based on a ritual that was done. Yeah. And um, there were certain things that needed to occur in order for that, um, you know, those characters to survive and ultimately become the first immortals. Right. So I kind of feel like that that's a very familiar, but it does have like have a unique spin with King Atrax. And there's obviously the, the things that we know about Carfin as well. And then the artifacts. Um, well, I guess I, I, I'm curious if those were going to be potentially some of the relics that we would pursue in the game. Um, I do like the fact, like at first I'm like thinking, oh, Golden Chalice, it's got to be just like, you know, um, this is like very religious. And then I'm like, wait a minute, but no, not really. It's actually, it's actually kind of like a, you know, a bait and switch. It's like Golden Chalice. Oh, that's got to be, you know, the Chalice of the Covenant here. But no, it's not. It's It's a way to get corruption into your soul which i i thought was interesting um i'm just curious like what they're gonna do with this in the game um because it does feel like these potentially might be relics you go after and i'm wondering on the flip side if there's other artifacts mm -hmm. in addition to these that are more like point counterpoint right so like is there an alternative to the staff or the sword mm -hmm. that's a weapon that might be a legendary weapon even that you need to acquire in order to potentially defeat king atrax so yeah there's just a lot here to unpack mm -hmm. so i'll pause so i don't go like ramble for the next 30 minutes and yeah see what armored cell thinks <laughs> yeah so the you made a good point about the um whether it being like a legendary we like weapon and stuff like if the, you can use the relic sword as a actual weapon like there wouldn't be more than one of that correct like it's, right. it's a relic it's which means there is still items in the game that are one in one of so they are like legendary legendary they're like here you get one i get one and the next person gets one it's something to be treasured so these are not only going to be important law-wise but important like Character-wise, well, because if someone finds out you got this item, you're gonna be sought after. Like people mm -hmm. gonna come after you. Um, I do also agree, agree that I think that these relics will put, serve another purpose. Like whether or not someone can do some sort of enchantment on themselves, or it's gonna increase like progress the law. Um, but with the whole undeath thing, I did do a little bit of research, and so we we seem to think that only Corruption can bring uh, undead or inanimate objects to life, right? Well, I, I'm I don't, but I think this is where we might be yeah. of a similar mind. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've got case in point that people have said, "Oh, this is not going to fit in the game. Why is this in the game?" I bring to you Stuffington. <laughs> God, this is not a point I thought you were going <laughs> going for. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like a curveball oh, to me. That was a curveball. <laughs> you please elaborate. Please instill your wisdom upon us, oh great dark cult leader. So Stuffington is not a living animal. It is an inanimate object brought to life. Even in this description, <laughs> Stuffingtons uh, will not be a store fun. They will come matching mater materials and textures as seen in the world of ashes. It will visually, um, with the rest of the world, uh, and with the rest of the world, as for the lore aspect, in in the world of magically influenced as Vera, the concept of magical animated objects are quite common. Yeah, does Stuffington Bear seem like a corrupted creature? You know what's really beautiful about everything you're saying right now yep. is I have this raid feature in chat for the people that don't know it. You can do exclamation raid, and I'm just putting this out there. There is a creature that's a raid boss that i made what three four years ago or something called corpse of stuffertons and yeah. i made it because of undeath or whatever so how funny that you're even saying this in the first place what, what i'm saying is you could not, not <laughs> necessarily undo undeath but you still animate objects of essence and not be corruption Thought you were so, going for void stuff for for a minute there is where I thought you were kind of no. going, but inter interesting. So what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. the essence itself cannot be seen as good or bad. True. It is a neutral aspect, and depending on your intentions, yes. can be good or bad. That's why Stuffington can be made. 
and how yeah, I mean, the undead can be made. I mean, yeah. Damn. The only counterpoint that I have to that, though, is when you talk about manipulating, like, the natural order of things, that's what where King Atrax went off the rails, right? Because yeah. he wanted to be immortal. Immortality was not something that was natural. So because he manipulated Correct. the essence to become immortal, he created that, undeath, right? And that's where the corruption mm -hmm. comes into it, because he did something unnatural. Right. Yeah, and that unnatural stuff was essentially taught to him by the ancients. Uh, yeah. So when we think of here's something else for people to kind of put, tuck it away in the back of your mind for a rainy day down the down the road when we talk about the nature of things in, in Vera. Um, remember that shape shifting or changelings, mm -hmm. it is something Stevens actually mentioned in in his fantasy world, and that changelings or shape shifting essentially exists on Vera as a way of manipulating the essence through that like type of um element if you will right so when you think about that idea like you know maybe changelings turn into whatever right think of the same thing when you think of the essence being manipulated into undeath right that's that's taking the nature of of life that is a part of the essence and manipulating it in some way um yeah so here, so Daedalus has a cool speculation he wants to talk about on this, but I just want to point out something. It, never have I seen it referenced that these artifacts were created by Atrax. I've only seen that they are essentially held at the ley lines. They're held in Fallow's Hold, that there's like a close like alignment with, with what's kind of going on with Fallow's Hold, these artifacts and and everything. But here's the thing. I don't see that he made these. It no, sounds he discovered them. He discovered yeah. them. And well, my, led to them. Yeah. And I'm going, so you found them. They've been there. Were these something, you know, were, I'm wondering if these artifacts, I'm just curious. What do you think the origin of them even is? If you had to speculate or, Maybe even what would be a cool way for them to exist? Because, I mean, hell, the first thought people might have is ancients made them, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with that, honestly. Like, the, my first thought is this was something that was forged by the ancients, potentially. And actually, like, the, the speculation that I was thinking of was more about, like, how they could potentially play a role in the live game um, when they're... I mean, what I would like is that they're like there's not it's not known where they are in the game and it's something that has to come through discovery mm. and like one of two things like there's a breadcrumb somebody finds it it's one on the server you discover a relic or whatever and then you know whatever you know fun ensues in terms of people mm -hmm. fighting over it what i think might also be cool is that it's either something like a world boss or ray boss wields and then at some point you destroy that or you kill that world boss or that raid boss and it shatters across the earth or the Varen, I guess the Varen planet. And then you start finding potentially like for the staff, say, you start finding splinters of that across the world. And people can use those splinters to make, I wouldn't say legendary weapons because that's, you know, they're limited but they can make like versions of their weapon and the more splinters they gather from the earth, they can make that weapon more powerful, but there's only one person that can get it to like legendary status, for example. And I think that would be like a great way to again, inject lore and also give people something to pursue in the game in terms of like having that, you know, that one golden chalice on the server that might be like a relic you carry on your belt or the crown could maybe give you like i don't know maybe an unused ability to control like a monster for a certain period of time nothing major but like maybe a minor monster or monsters for a period of time or the you know again it's like there's there's different things you can do with these artifacts even more so than 
I'll be honest with you, like the whole idea of like the relics and fighting over the relics is kind of interesting, but it feels like kind of boring at the same time too. It's like, okay, I get this really powerful item and I'm going to stick it on a shelf somewhere and hope somebody doesn't steal it. Mm. I would rather like the relics be something that is an active part of the story more so than just that. Like there's ways you can maybe, like you said, like break it apart or you can like leverage it to build a more powerful weapon or maybe you need like a piece of each of these artifacts in order to build a legendary weapon or something. I just feel like it's got to be more active and reward discovery, just like Atrax discovered these weapons. Mm -hmm. I want us as like players to find all these like little breadcrumbs to discover great things and and thus kind of guide the story of the server to these different outcomes and then also be able to like more broadly outside of the game see the meta story on each server to say oh wow they found the golden chalice on this server versus they found the staff on this server or they found two of them and that somehow they're able to create something new but you're not exactly sure how they did it and there might be some randomness in there too so it's not always a straight path which is something else i would like as much as i hate rng as a concept i think as it comes to like discovery and lore i kind of think that that would be a way to keep the story fresh and it not be something that you can just post on a wiki and everybody's doing it then mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I do hope um, when people find these relics that it not, I don't want, want like a message pop up on the screen saying the relic you found. I'd like to hope, hopefully see like some sort of like, if, like for example, if you find that this one finds a crown, right? I'd hope like you look in the sky and you see like a giant eye or like a face looking down at the, at Vera. Because now it can see, like, go into someone's mind. So you know that someone's found something or something may just happen because you look up and everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a world event. Like, once this item is found or utilized or crafted or created or put back together, that it makes a world event that everyone can see. Not necessarily, or even hear. It's just something noticeable. Mm-hmm. And everyone can be like, hey, what was that? What, was, what just happened? Does anyone know what this is? Yeah, see, the thing I'm really hoping is that there's a really clear separation from relics and and artifacts, because yeah. the because well, the relics essentially like when you acquire these, that's gonna allow people to form like create legendaries, right? So like that's a big component for like metropolises to be able to have these, because it like is going to ensure that the players who are wanting to develop like legendaries are able to do so. These ancient artifacts. Specifically, the you know what I've noticed about them though is the staff kind of gives me the Gul'dan thing. Actually, I'm, I'm making WoW references here because there's similarities. Crown, I think Crown Golden Chalice. Golden Chalice gives you the idea of uh, what's it called uh, in our human uh, mythology. It's the the cup that Christ drank from. Uh, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The um, there's a there's a word for it, but. I thought it was a chalice too. Is it? Anyway, yeah. But anyway, it's like, you know, it was basically you drink from that eternal life. There's one of those that we've got in our own uh, mythology as humans. There's the Holy Grail. Thank you, Alfina. That's it. The Holy Grail. Because, you know, there's a whole thing about it in Indiana Jones 3, too, if you remember watching that one. Um, that was really fun. But the golden chalice, the crown, the sword, the staff. I hear sword and I'm like, so Frostmourne enslaved souls. I I see the staff maintains dominion in a, in a way similar to uh, a cross between like the helmet and the sword of the Lich King. I hear because the, the helmet, right? That's like, he helps him to control the undead, which is why you always need there to be a Lich King in World of Warcraft, because if without someone who maintains dominion, they just, they just, they just spread and they go wherever, right? They're not sort of like, um, um, sort of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of reined in, if you will. There's another word. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, they're not, it's not total like yeah. anarchy. Yeah, yeah. It, but, you know, the sword and the staff almost to me seem like they like create, like potentially causing someone to go undead and then controlling over them in this game. Right, where the crown and the golden chalice are the direct like ties to the ancients and initially 
creating that undeath that King Atrex had, right? Because my guess is the crown was on and he communed with them. The chalice gave him the, uh, the ability to initially get that. But then somewhere in that, he's corrupt. He got the corrupt version of, of immortality, i.e. undeath. And then somehow I'm thinking the sword and the staff are a big part of how he enslaves and controls his undead army is my, my thoughts. Right. So the fact that these things are, you know, in Fallow's hold, I mean, if they're all four there, then I feel like Fallow's hold has got to be a pretty big deal. It's going to have to be like, like that's not just going to be some dungeon you go tank and spank and run through. I feel like that's going to have to be one that's like pretty hard to to actually accomplish, especially if those artifacts are actually going to be there and acquirable by the players in any capacity. Um, then kind of one one wonders like, would the artifacts themselves actually be the relics? And because you've got them, then I, I hope not. I actually hope that relics are just separate. But then, what's the usefulness of these artifacts if if that is the separation? Right? Um, I don't. I don't really know. Uh, one thing that I thought was also interesting in talking about, I guess, just talking about un, undeath in general, is coming from something Stephen also said. He said, when you think about souls being a conduit. What are conduits used for? They are passages. They're methods by which essence can travel between realms, between planes. And there hasn't been any definitive understanding of just how many planes exist. Uh -huh. We understand that there is a disparity between the planes when it comes to their connection to essence. And because essence is so powerful and it flows through these planes almost like a river, you can think that conduits help to maintain that flow and or even exaggerate the flow. And there might be something at play, but he didn't elaborate on that. There might be something at play. So we don't know how many or we the players for sure don't. But we do know that the void is the furthest yeah. Right. Playing furthest away in connection from the essence. And yet the others in the ancients were were they were literally forced there in the cosmic battle that ensued before the four original divine races were made. Right. So. Even though they were that far away, somehow these artifacts allowed them to have that strong of an influence across. Right. And so I almost kind of wonder if there's not a puppet master to King Atrax when he put that thing on, like the moment he did it, that crown perhaps enslaved him to whoever was on the other side, whether it was the master of the crown just the ancients in general, because if the soul, the soul is a conduit and the void where the others and the ancients were, were banished to is farthest away, then it seems to me almost like these artifacts were created like a sort of like backup plan to if the war maybe didn't succeed right against the gods. And then when they got sent away, it's like, well, we're just going to leave these here for y'all and we'll see you soon. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Um, but it, but it makes you wonder, too, because we still know that the the gods that. Yeah, let me keep going. I see you in chat. Oh, no, this is not. What do you mean? He's coming up with these dark control concepts way too easily. No, that's not. Guys, you gotta let him go on a tangent a bit more. Let him, let him, let him be free. Now you scared him off. <laughs> now you so scared him off. <laughs> let him dive deeply into the darkness. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! But I'm being mindful of time. But I guess that's a really great one to sort of <laughs> interrupt the flow. Last one I mean, back I was in. Just, I was just tickled by the look of glee on your face when we were what talking you... about this. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I just like lore, guys. I mean, me personally, I, I said this once and I'll say it again. I hope I can turn you into the next lich. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't want to be the... We got, like, 
We're going to collect all the relics and we're going to give them to you and see what happens to them. Right? Oh and my god! What if it did something like that though? That would be pretty sweet. Maybe I would be open to that. I'm just saying. That would be crazy, right? To be then, then, I, then I would be like all like Obi Wan and be like, "He used to be my brother." <laughs> that would be so You're meant cool. to bring balance. Bring balance to the force. I'll come for I you. I have fallen. the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get dismembered. Don't do it, baby. Don't jump, man. But it's it's that's kind of my thought, right? Masters of death. I think they're truly the ancients. When you think of undeath, I think the ancients are, I think they're going to be freaking puppet masters, man. I think there's going to be tons of undead on Vera and they're literally going to be under the control of the Lich. And I think the Lich original Lich King Atrax just subjugated even more through the blood ritual. And I think that's just going to be another one. Right. And I think the person who's got control of all these undead like actually isn't just it's not it's not king atrax it's the ancients they've got their puppet it's their they're literally the puppet master right and i think in some way the war of the undying i i can't help but wonder man if they were able to impact and catalyze the fall of vera leading to the harbingers in some way that's Right. That I really wonder about that. Like the more I think about it now and the more of undeath we're getting to see and talk about, the more I'm actually starting to wonder if what happened with these artifacts in the torn empire and undeath and that war, if somewhere along the way in that historical period, we saw the early seeds get planted that led to the harbingers then forcing the races and the order of the seven to like actually you know go out there and get these divine gateways built but all that goes back to what are the original others the gods that split away the ones that are considered bad what were their abilities the goddess of fate knew about all this right and this was sort of how some of that warning was able to be. But I can't help but wonder, like, there's what are what's the power of the gods that fell? I feel like there's a special I feel like their capability was special in the story that that sort of under underlines all of this in some way. We just don't know what that is yet. Yeah, and I find it interesting that the way they wrote some of the lore was that Atrax actually taught the ancients and the others mm. to like, you know, he, through his study of summoning rituals, that's essentially what prompted the har harbingers to come to Vera and that's try to essentially mutiny and take over Vera and a coup. That's kind of where but, my mind is at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, just let you know, if you, if you really feel like you want to get to know the harbingers a bit better, there is a pet harbinger. <laughs> that's so funny man that's not even the same thing <laughs> but I'm I mean, that's hilarious dude he linked in <laughs> maybe if you just want some walls there you go <laughs> i mean i guess if this is like you know you know 20 feet tall maybe it would be intimidating but right now it does not look really that intimidating i mean it's, god dude you could get a mount version maybe oh god yeah. oh my maybe god if it was barreling at me at like a like top <laughs> speed then i would probably run but no now this is oh cuddly. god dude arms for hugs see and i also <laughs> wonder about the void man this this the void man so there's other planes and varying like distances yeah. to the you know proximity to the essence etc but man the void right i i don't know that they went there and that place was not already full of something I, I can't help but, you know what I mean? Because we go back to that cult stuff with the dances and all the stuff people do, and these, like, void creatures are able to sort of manifest and exist as a result of, again, the conduits that are the souls of the people who are running around dancing and all this stuff, right? Is the void and he's that full of darkness? No, 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 that's not true, man. This is it's not a kind thing to say in chat, Arthas Dawnbreaker, you know? Yeah. Look in the light, man. What's going on?
any any thoughts? I know we gotta we gotta keep this one a little shorter today, but but keep in mind we're planting the seeds. I want y'all to really think about this because where we're going and talking about things like blood magic or other types of magic that can exist, I really think that the kind of magic we'll be up against in some ways are, is going to be very different from what we're capable of having, because I think you're going to see a very clear, at least initially, right? Unless we get something in the future that's like a dark, a death night sort of thing where you're harnessing the power of the others to sort of fight. I could see that as a future class or archetype, right? Which would be very interesting. It would have to be very unique to Vera, obviously, but you know, I do think that that conduit bit as a passageway, I, I still want to go. The void can use it. The ancients can use it. Um, I think if you pray and you worship a God, they can use it. I think that's how these avatars can exist in the material plane. You know, avatars of the gods can exist in the first you know place. So there you go. Uh, that's funny. Arthas, uh, keep hold that thought and in the post show, we'll talk about it because I didn't finish my manuscript today. So any final thoughts on this topic? I don't want to leave y'all hanging. If you got any final thoughts, gentlemen, just, just, just one around fallows hold and yes. kind of reinforcing what you thought about that. I think this would be a great, great instance that you could go to yeah. and different wings of it may open up depending on like how the, the server progresses the story to maybe, potentially go after these artifacts mm. like in a limited form potentially i just i don't know i just like hearing that it's like a vault in fallows hold so you have to maybe search for the vault and maybe it's a quest line as well yeah. that would be like um a story arc or something that would be awesome i was mm. just thinking about that since it's one of the great dungeons of ashes of creation so yeah what about you armor so? final thought my final thought is I, I still really like the idea of having single items in the world where it's not just everyone yes. gets Agreed. everyone gets the same thing. So it adds more value to it and it brings mm. more uh, skepticism and like if someone says, I got this item and you're like, I've never heard of this. I think you're lying. And they whip it out. You're like, what the hell is that? Where did you get that from? And how do I get it? Yeah. I mean, we know we're going to get that with legendaries, you know, and I, I'm, I'm very thankful of that because I do think that, that, that it's not, not really legendary. If you, you go the, the blizzard route and you make it to where everybody can get one, um, they've got to be extremely rare, but one of a kind, that's truly one of a kind. Um, and you know, with the, with discussions that we're going to be be having around uh, the essence and and these forms of magic as we move forward, you know, going ahead, gather your ideas, leave the comments on the YouTube video, share them in Discord. If you got questions, like I mentioned, put them in the Ashes Pathfinder channel in Discord as well. Next week, we're going to be piggybacking off of this and taking it a step further talking about things like blood magic, et cetera. And we'll finally wrap up these sort of like Carfin discussions and speculations as we're leading into their reveal at the end of the month. And then it's going to be a hell of a time to see if we were close to anything at all and what lore bits we might actually get out of the developers in that live stream. So um, yeah, much love to everybody who's here. Thank you for joining us as always. Gentlemen, why don't you shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on this podcast, Daedalus? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Ashen Herald. And Armored Cell. And you can find me on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Armored Cell. There you go, friends. And look, much love, everybody. You know, might have been a shorter one today, but stay tuned because next week we're going to be picking back and right off of this with more fun discussions. Definitely get your lore hats ready. Um, hope it was food for thought. Looking forward to seeing what y'all think. And uh, we might be at the end of today's show. But as always, I got to remind all of you, whether you listen to this podcast and you drive, you watch it on YouTube, you actually catch it, as I always recommend when we are live here on Twitch. Uh, either way, remember, you don't have to be on this roundtable to be 
a pathfinder. You just got to be part of the community that bolsters around the show, takes part in the conversation, shares your thoughts. Uh, so much love to all of you. Much love to Intrepid Studios, friends. And until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light, and have a great night, everybody. We're going to see you again real soon. So bye for now. Take care, everybody. Adios.